Hello and welcome to the April 2023 episode of The Seagull. The Seagull is the place to stay up to date on everything you need to know about the 102nd Intelligence Wing at Otis Air National Guard Base, right here from beautiful Cape Cod, Massachusetts. I'm Tim Sandlin from the Public Affairs Office, and together with Tech Sergeant Jay Whitaker, we'll get you up to speed on what's going on here at the Wing. How's it going, Jay? I'm feeling good. I'm making dreams come true this morning. How you feeling, Tim? I'm having nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get you back on track, all right? All right. Because this month's show features a roundtable discussion with a clip from our brand new podcast here at the 102nd, The Zen Denizens. It's a podcast that brings you the best of wellness, mental health, and happy living. The show is dedicated to help you live your best life by exploring vast and sometimes challenging topics that promote positivity and well-being. Brought to you by the members of our 102nd Intelligence Wing, Zen Den. That sounds really exciting. Why, why are you going to say it like that? Oh, I, I think it sounds really exciting. <laughs> okay, I was say, I was like... We also... We'll hear a clip from our other podcast, Chevrons, where we spend some time with some of our own wing airmen who recently completed the Massachusetts National Guard's Best Warrior Competition. We won't want to miss that, will we? That's going to that's gonna be a fun one. That was, that was inspiring, honestly. Uh, but first, in this month's command message, the 102nd Medical Group Commander, Colonel Bob Driscoll, shares six key areas of advice from his 38 years of service. I am Colonel Bob Driscoll, commander of the 102nd Medical Group with the April Command Message. This month, Colonel Riley will interview and select the next Medical Group commander to replace me as I prepare to retire in June with almost 38 years of service. I began my military career in 1985 as an airman wearing every rank up to Colonel except for the Chief Master Sergeant rank. And I want to share with you some guidance given to me as I progress through the ranks, which I hope will help you succeed in becoming the leaders of tomorrow. I will cover six areas of advice. The first, know your job. Become the subject matter expert your peers, supervisors, and commander will turn to to help solve a problem or complete the mission. Number two. Keep building your knowledge base, either through obtaining a college degree, CCAF, professional military education, or reading. Number three, take assignments out of your comfort zone, be it a temporary duty assignment, another AFSC, another unit, or even move from enlisted to officer. Number four, raise your hand, volunteer, be involved, whether it be in your unit, your wing, or your community. I am proud we have members of the medical group involved with leadership positions in the Company Great Officers Council, the Rising Six Council, and the National Guard Association of Massachusetts. Number five, build relationships. Relationships in your unit, in your group, in the wing, on the base, and with other services. I'm proud of the relationships I have built during my career and those relationships were often the key to my mission success. Number six, last but very important, is to have a mentor as well as be a mentor. Navigating the challenges of your military career, your civilian job, and family life is no easy task. There are many folks in your unit and on base who have had great success balancing all three, and you need to talk 
with them to learn their secrets. When you figure it out, you need to become a mentor and share your keys of success. In today's training preparation for a near-peer adversary such as China, the Air National Guard needs everyone to step up and lead, regardless of the rank you wear. As John Quincy Adams once said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. In closing, as I prepare to hang up my uniform for the final time, I want to thank each and every member of the 102nd Intelligence Wing for their support over the years, their dedicated service to the mission, and most of all, their friendship. It has been the journey of a lifetime. Have a great April drill. Thank you. We got a new podcast, right? We got a brand new podcast, Jay. Uh, and we struggled over the name. Zen Denizens. Yes, we came back and forth with this one. And uh, Zen Denizen is basically an inhabitant of Zen. Yes. Because what is this? It's a citizen. Like a, like a, like a citizen. Right. Okay. Someone who, like a villager of the Zen. So they inhabit the Zen. Right. In the in the den. And that's where the Zenadin is. <laughs> The Zen, that is where the Zen denizen uh, comes from. Okay, all right. So it's it's a mouthful, but it, we wanted something unique. Right. So that if you searched for it, you know, you, you'd find specifically, because I doubt that this is being used anywhere else. That, this is true, because I did look up Zen Den, and there are a lot. So who's yeah. on it? Uh, we have the entire membership of the Zen Den downstairs. So we have... Uh, the Airmen and Family Readiness crew. We've got chaplains could make appearances on it. The uh, Sapper Office, Director of Psychological Health. Yeah, we got um, we have our DPH Director of Psychological Health, Jill Garvin on there. Uh, Aaron Fay, uh, uh, Senior Airman Famuki. Yep. Um, Who is producing the podcast? Yes. Also, he's really uh, helping us out in public affairs. Thank you so much. Take a listen and get your mind right with the Zen Denizens. You can find the uh, Zen Denizens on any major podcast platform by searching for Z-E-N-D-E-N-I-Z-E-N-S. Zen Denizens, all one word. What a crew we have assembled today. Some members of the Zen Denizens. What is the Zen Denizens, you may ask? It's a brand new podcast from the 102nd Intelligence Wing uh, brought to you by the members of the Zen Den. Welcome aboard. Hello, everybody. Going counterclockwise around the table, let's uh, introduce yourself. My name's Erin Fay, and I'm the Military and Family Readiness Program Manager here at the 102nd. And I am Jill Garvin, the Director of Psychological Health for the 102nd. And I am Senior Airman Brian Famuki. I'm the top assistant at the Military and Family Readiness Office. Great. Thanks for coming uh, to the studio today. I, um, I th I'm thinking back about a year ago, right to this very day, on episode 10 of the Seagull podcast. And um, me and uh, another member of the public affairs staff, we came down and visited you guys down in the Zen Den and had a nice little conversation and, and got to check it out firsthand. So now, apparently, we're going to the next level. We're going to the next logical step of the Zen Den, and we are going to the Zen Den podcast basically which we're calling the zen denizens correct 
That is correct. So what can you tell me about it? Zen Denizen, uh, very fun. What we tried to do is really incorporate the idea and the concept we had put together with the Zen Den and then incorporate also all the other people that make up our community. So it's not just the folks that have offices in the suite on the bottom floor of 170, but it's also our collaborative partners throughout the wing, the other offices, the chaplains across the hall, HRA, and and the other guests that we might have, the the people outside the 102nd walls that make our jobs and our functions successful. We don't do it all by ourselves. We have a lot of different folks come in, and we wanted to not have you have to visit the Zen Den, but we wanted the Zen Den and all its breadth of strength and goodness and light to be able to be brought to you in an easier format. Yeah, and I'll add to that. This is Jill. I, you know, we really wanted to create a calming space. We have so many people that walk into our office where they have so much anxiety. They're really stressed out, job stress, family, financial. And you can see when people walk into our space just how their nervous system calms down. Colonel Riley, our commander, comes down and he sits in our massage chair for a little uh, break during the day to kind of reset. So you you can see when people come in and see the space, they are very surprised, surprised that it's here uh, in our little military space. But again, the 102nd really promotes um, us taking care of ourselves so we can also be wonderful members here as well. What do you think, Brian? You're helping us a, a lot, bringing, you've got ideas to help us with the, the Zen Den. Can you give us your airman's perspective of what it was like to enter the Zen Den? Well, um, my perspective was, I thought it was very, very magical because I wasn't expecting it. You know, other areas on, on base have a lot of lighting, but my first impression was, wow, this is kind of, this is, it's so common, and um, I think the podcast would help a lot of airmen kind of uh, have an insight into what the Zenden and at large what it does and understand the inner workings and some of the resources bec- uh, f- as we tune in to listening to some of the our guests that are going to be invited on the podcast. So I think this is a great opportunity for them to get a great insight. Yeah, and a lot of people are still very um, apprehensive about coming to see mental health and what that looks like. I have a lot of people that have never talked to someone before, um, and it's very uncomfortable for them. So to be able to walk in there where it's just a very calming, non-judgmental space, and we're all very welcoming, the lighting's good, Uh, we just try to we just try to make it a comfortable space so people feel safe and they can get the, the tools that they, they need and the support. So it's been very beneficial for that. And I was, if it's okay, I was just going to add that um, a lot of people that come in to see me are really struggling with 
anxiety, um, some people with panic attacks, parenting issues. We just started a mother's group because we had a lot of uh, children born in the last year. So it's for new mothers, experienced mothers, and a lot of women here and some men actually dealing with some postpartum. So being able to to support each other and to recognize what we need here, that's one of the things that, that our team does. And I have a lot of people that come in with relationship issues, uh, managing unhealthy and dysfunctional relationships and families. And, um, and we talk a lot about how earlier experiences impact us as adults and in our, in our jobs. So... I really try to offer some some strategies, resources. We've even talked about doing some little book reviews on this podcast that have, that have helped us, that have helped other people. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a very, very resourceful place. And I see um, you mentioned, Jill, that uh, folks coming into the Zen Den or coming into your office, it's kind of it can be a challenge for them because they're unsure. Maybe, you know, they don't know. Um, what to expect. And I see one of the benefits of this podcast is people are going to get familiar with your voices. Mm -hmm. People are going to get familiar with what you're dealing with and what you can assist with. And it'll make that barrier of entry a little bit easier for them to uh, get around Uh, more. They'll be more comfortable and maybe more apt to, to walk through your door. Yeah, and especially, I say this all the time, and and leadership does as well, that if you have a TS clearance, people are worried that if they come in and see me, or if I refer them to a therapist in the community, that that it's going to affect their clearance, and it absolutely does not. So there is still um, that myth that is going on at the wing. So, um, yeah, I like to just constantly remind people of that. So... um I do want to point out that it, it's it's uh, the Zen Denizen podcast. It's not all about psychological health. It also includes um, military and Aaron family and family readiness, right? That's true. And we have a lot of things going on in military and family readiness. We have a lot of programs that go down there. One of the things that we've really noticed as far as client services with the change and modification to the Zen Den structure was really the length of times that clients tend to spend. Uh, They have an average longer staying time. And we found out that with that, they are more open to share things. So we're able to give them extra resources that perhaps we wouldn't have been able to give before if we hadn't had that time to really develop some relationships and conversations. That's the biggest part that I really enjoy as an outcome of the change is improving the relationships. When someone comes in, if they're unsure or not really certain that they're not as hesitant to come back again. So if they have a good experience, they end up saying, okay, this is something that I might be willing to ask certain other questions about. And sometimes people don't even know why they're there. They come in and say, I have something that's a problem. I'm not really sure. And we just kind of talk. And we say, okay, well, what, what really are the things? And if that's not something that is in my ability or if is in my catchment or my network, knowing the people that 
we're able to connect them to to help solve that problem or ease or get that that so that's not so overwhelming is part of our great successes. It's not specifically those things that are delineated by the AFI or by the DOTI that we're supposed to do, but each person as an individual has these challenges and how do we help give them the resources to rise and meet that and have a better self of well-being. And I like that we are a one-stop shop. There are people that come to you and you start to recognize that they need a little bit more support around their stress or mental health. Or I will see people that um, don't always understand all the services that you offer so I can walk them over um, or even, you know, with our SARC as well. So it's nice that we're all there together. And we also have a, a community action team each month where we do discuss the, the needs of the of the wings things that we can do and offer and I also wanted to say that uh, if anyone has any ideas for us or topics or things that you would like for us to do um, email one of us uh, so we could do that or to be, even if you'd like to come on the podcast if you'd like to add something we could do that as well I would say with the wealth of knowledge downstairs where uh, you are all assembled, there are probably very few things that you haven't heard of before. People come through your door with a problem. Chances are you've, you've seen that problem before because the nature of the military, the nature of government is these things happen over and over again. Um, so, you know, go down there and, and uh, either, you know, email the podcast, we'll, we'll come up with a, a good address for you guys um, email the podcast reach out individually to these folks in the Zen Den um, chances are someone's heard of your problem before and can probably help you or at least point you in the right direction yeah I always say when people come in well first people apologize when they cry and you know I'll say this is the space to do that it's it's ab absolutely okay it's safe to do that or when they're sharing the the things that are going on with them sometimes they'll apologize for that too and I'll say listen that's what I'm here for I hear a little bit of everything and and no judgment and this is your pain and what you're you're going through so yeah just really um making sure that people know that that that's okay and no judgment from any of us when we chose Denizen to be embedded in the name of the podcast it was because it represented community and it represented the gathering of people and what our mission is in that light of the Zen Den, that bringing everything together and bringing peace and calming and knowledge and enlightenment. And we hope to reflect that in these pieces and just, again, make it more accessible for everyone. Yeah, and we are also, uh, like Aaron mentioned, earlier some outside resources you know we have a representative from the vet center that comes in twice a month we have heroes in transition that comes in on wednesdays and offers a lot of events and services and retreats which is pretty amazing and then we also have yoga here uh once a week with different kind of topics and we've had a great turnout for that so again in the moms group like I mentioned earlier so really just trying to figure out how to be the most helpful and what people really need we've been trying to expand uh, offerings mm -hmm. so uh, what other uh, sections downstairs do you think might be participating um, 
as the the sapper program would be a part, right? Yeah. Oh, they're also part of, of uh, well, she's the sexual assault response coordinator, but we also have um, an added, and I can't really speak to that very well. She, I don't mm-hmm. have the language, but um, around domestic uh, violence um, and harassment. So, uh, yeah, so that's another piece of us being able to make sure that we're offering those sure. services and support as well. Chaplain and chaplain. And that yeah. Our our whole oh cat yeah. team is something we'd really be expecting to have, uh, as well as others. But for those who are unfamiliar, that is our chaplain core. That's our warrior fitness. That's going to be nutrition, and um, that's going to also be diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's going to be first sergeants and chiefs, and uh, all the people that are here to try to work for you are the pieces that we're going to want to highlight in here in some way or another. Either it's through conversations or if they're looking to share or impart something that's going on with recognizing their um, specific month or something that sort of goes in tandem to our goals, we expect to see them and we definitely invite them to come and share in this opportunity. Sure, sure. Transition assistance is uh, is another one, right? Transition assistance program, the TAP program? Yes, that's correct. So the transition assistance program is um, basically working with members coming off of Title Ten orders, helping them with the process from the beginning, from pre-separation until completion. So my goal is to make sure that our members have the benefits that they qualify for as the transition back into their civilian lives. So uh, I've been working with members across the wing, the intel wings that go active on here on base. So that's basically what we do. And we have resources set aside and for our members that are transitioning uh, back to the civilian life. So I'm, I'm also uh, I'm privy to the fact that uh, you're wearing two hats on this podcast. So you're handling I tap, am. but you're also uh, uh, producing. Right, right. I decided to take on this challenge because I thought it would be a great learning op- opportunity for me. It also gives me some exposure to be able to sit on some of these panels and have this conversation. So I think this is part of my legacy. At the you know, once I'm done, this is something I can say. Okay, I helped start or uh, establish this uh, program for our members in our on base and our in our community. That's I'm going to start calling you my producer. I accept cool. that. <laughs> well, this is uh, my producer. In public affairs, we uh, we appreciate you stepping up because it takes a little bit off our plate. Because this is an important program, this podcast. It's it's uh, important information going to our important people in the wing, um, our airmen, and uh, you know it, it wouldn't be as possible without your help. So we appreciate you stepping up to produce this product. Of course, uh, for. Uh, the IG inspectors out there, we are still monitoring, and we're going to listen to every podcast, make sure it it, it fits the bill from a public affairs perspective. However, um, it'll be great to have you on board putting it together and getting the guests and and uh, making the whole thing work. And uh, I wanted to add something really quick, if that's okay. Uh, okay, no. Well, well my producer says I can't. <laughs> um, so we have the, the, you know, our space, and then I also have a a private office that has a couch and I have some people that come down during the week a lot during drill and if someone's feeling really 
activated or they just need a minute or there's some kind of crisis going on, they can come into that space and, and have a little bit of time to, to decompress. I'll, I'll shut the door, give them a little bit of privacy. So we offer that as well. But I was also going to say that <clears throat> a lot of leadership, supervisors, shirts will ask us, hey, can we have a meeting in there? You know, it might be something, a hard discussion. Uh, yeah, so they, we like to offer that for people because it does offer a little bit of a softer approach and it's a little easier to talk to folks if, if there's some kind of uh, issue going on. So if anybody ever wants to utilize the space, let us know. Yeah, that unintended use of that space resulted in a, in the last year, us looking at, okay, we have these people using that space. How do we maintain their um, anonymity as far as not having other people see? So we were able to use some design features where we have movable walls, and if someone is in that space and... uh, we can move that so they can leave and enter without being seen by other folks, without having another door. So we were able to be creative and make sure that we were meeting the needs of the folks and doing the very best we could uh, to honor them and their right to privacy. It's kind of like using movable walls to remove barriers. Ooh, I like that. What do you think? Yeah. No, that's good. That's, that's great. That's good. That's awesome. I would also say if you've never been into the Zenon, come down and check it out. It is the most fulfilling place you can be on base. You know, if you're stressed out, you can that can be ex- escape for a few minutes. So definitely come down and check it out. And the other thing, we just got a keyboard. We actually have a lot of creative uh, people here at the wing that um, are musicians. Not that we're going to start a band, but if somebody even, I I have one of our members that's going to teach me a few chords on there and, you know, just other things for people to come in and uh, offer or, or play with something, you know. So you heard it here first. If you're keyed up, go down and. Yeah. Go down and key down. Strike a chord. (laughs) Strike a chord. (laughs) Strike a pose. Yeah. So. Again, if anybody has any ideas, if, I got an email this morning from someone that said, I'm having a lot of stress at work. She, the person did not want to come in and see me, but they asked, do you have any tools or tips to deal with anxiety, podcasts, uh, meditation um, resources? So I get a, a lot of that. So that's why this podcast, we could offer some different things each month, some really tangible tools that people can use. You know, I, I really harp a lot on breathing uh, breathing techniques because, you know, it's very evidence-based, science-backed uh, around how it can really um, lower your stress, you know. Um, so even things like that. We can even just share exactly how you can do breathing or what mindfulness. A lot of people think mindfulness is sitting in an arm position for a long time, but mindfulness can be walking, noticing, but again, it really just bringing you into the present moment. Brian had mentioned with the tap for Title 10, I would like to invite anyone who is 18 to 24 months 
away from separating from the military, either retiring or ETSing, this upcoming drill, we will be holding our pre-separation counseling directly addressing those members, which tend to listen to tap with a little bit of a different ear. And that is the retiree separatee conversation and clients that I have are probably, I would say 40% of the people that I see that continually come back and we do extended services for how they want to tackle the list of things that they want to readdress moving from a position of being dual-hatted in the Department of Defense and the VA to just being in the VA. And I would encourage anyone in that space, in that timeline, to come join us and to get their, their list looked at, see what they're doing, and start that journey so we can have all those things addressed. Going through retirements the first time you're going to do it, it's not an osmosis. You don't know all the pieces, and it does tend to have a lot of different individualized components that I try to address with everyone with care. We want to make sure that you and your family have the ideas and your setup so when you are able to get uh, you know, your ceremony or when it's the day you put your uniform on for the last time that you look back and you are leaving the door and you know everything's buttoned up nice and tight and you're all set for that next part, that next journey of yours. Great. I, I was just thinking as we're starting to wrap this up, um, because this is a podcast and it goes everywhere, we, we need to... Um, just at least point out, um, this podcast, the intended audience are airmen and families of the 102nd Intelligence Wing, but it's also for our extended family here, uh, the people that uh, the Zen Den folks support. But also, you know, you may not be able to walk in and use the tools if you listen and say you're on the other side of the country or somewhere else, Um but there are going to be some great tools and some great talks and discussions and information uh, coming out of this podcast. So just because you are not a member of the 102nd Intelligence Wing doesn't mean that you can't subscribe and listen uh, on to this podcast every month. I think you will find a lot of great information. Um, so I just wanted to point that out because uh, these podcasts can go viral. They can go global. Uh, you're going to have a lot of great information on here, but not everybody is geographically adjacent to us. Yeah, right. And I'm, I'm really glad you bring that up because the information, whatever it is, I always say never does any good on my desk. And it doesn't do any good necessarily just on this base. And it's not the one thing that you might see but the idea that it might spark where you want to say you know what that that made me think of that and I want to chase that down and if that is what this opportunity provides us I would certainly consider that a mark of success the the other thing is there are other people such as yourself the providers that work within wings um, across the air force and the air national guard that may be listening and maybe you can impart advice so, you know, I think we're pretty open to getting phone calls from our counterparts if they need some help or you want to bring you start a you want to start a podcast like this, feel free to call the public affairs office or call Airman Fromuki, you know. 
I'm always available. Yeah. My producer. You know, we, we can, you know, we're all one big happy family and we can help. Um, but, uh, yeah, just because you're not in the state of Massachusetts doesn't mean that you can't gain something from this podcast. So we invite you to, to subscribe and stick around and listen. Thank you for having us over, team. Very happy to have you on board. Was there anything else you, you guys wanted to, any final words, anything else you wanted to impart on our listeners? Uh, no. I just always like to remind people to please contact me. I love to hear how people are doing and, and supporting you, our members. So, yeah, just make sure you reach out to me if I can do anything. And we look forward to seeing members visit us in the Zenden. That's great. Um, we will try to get an email address to tack on to the podcast before it goes uh, and gets published. Um, so be looking for that. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll get the word out there. Thank uh, you, th Tim. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Before we go, here's a preview of our other podcast, Chevrons. From junior enlisted to senior leaders and those in between, we interview notable individuals to address everyday challenges and hurdles the enlisted force faces. In this episode, we speak to Tech Sergeant Aaron Hero, Staff Sergeant Michael Levitt, uh, who are two recent participants from the Massachusetts National Guard's Best Warrior Competition, a three-day event where soldiers and airmen are pitted against one another to see who is the most competent and effective in basic military tasks, a physically and mentally taxing event that pushes service members to their limits and challenges them to be the best they can be. Also joining the conversation is Tech Sergeant David Manzo, a prior year's competitor who helped prepare these airmen for battle. That's one of the biggest things, as much as we want everyone to crush, be as prepared as possible, to get out there during these competitions and to work that joint mentality or that joint, joint force mentality is the name of the game. For them to take that away and to hear from them and say that that, that was a positive experience, after doing that last year and I've been involved with the German Armed Forces proficiency badge training for two years, it's, there's a lot of stereotypes in each branch where you're like, ah, oh, well, they're hard to get along with this and that, to break those molds where I've been to these and you, I go to these events year in and year out and I see people that I know over and over again and they're lasting relationships that you can't get if you don't get involved in this and take that extra step. So it's awesome to hear that from these guests. Yeah, for me, personal development was um, challenge, challenging myself to get back out in the field and do something that I knew that I knew would be difficult and just to um, just to bring it to to completion, and then learn from any mistakes I made, and then uh, um, you know celebrate my accomplishments. Uh, I think there was like one event called Hasty Fighting Positions, where you're basically given a section of land and a partner, and you basically have to build a fighting position pretty quickly. Um, I think there was a good amount of team building with that because they placed us, for the most part, with people who we didn't know before the competition. For me, I was with uh, another army sergeant, and uh, it was cool getting to know him while we were, like, you know, 
taken an hour to dig out this position and, and put up our tents and stuff like that. So yeah, there was uh, there's not a whole lot of team building in a competition where there's only two winners between junior enlisted and, and, and NCO, you know, winner. But um, that was one of the aspects of team building in the competition. So, the nice weather is finally here. Cue the sounds of beach weather. What does beach weather sound like, Jay? It sounds like um, good times, you know. I, I, I've uh, Cool breezes, no drama. No drama. Yeah, just, just, just good times. Maybe some palm proms chattering in the, in the wind. Yeah, um, you know, some, some waves crashing. Some good fish tacos, that's for me. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The smells of barbecue. Yes, I like it. I'm with it. So let's let's bring on the nice weather. You know, it, it's obviously when you think of the month April. What do we? All, what's the first thing that pops into mind? Um, I I I can tell you. What's that? Um, you want to hear a knock knock joke? Sure. Why not? It's National Humor Month. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, April Fantastic. is National Humor Month. So go. Um, ahead. Okay, say knock knock. Knock knock. Who's there? Uh, who, who's there? See, that's the joke. <laughs> April <laughs> Fools. Yeah, I was like, you got me. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, all right, fair. Uh, so April 1st, obviously April F- Fool's Day, but it's also International Fun at Work Day. Are we having fun? We always are. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. And then National Walk to Work Day. Where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> Too far to walk. Yeah, I was just I'm like, no, nah, man. <laughs> I'm not walking over to Sagamore, okay? Nope. Uh, let's see. April 2nd is World Autism Awareness Day, uh, as well as National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. Okay. Peanut Butter Jelly Day. P, B, and J. It's peanut butter jelly time, right? Um, National Ferret Day, also uh, not a, not a fan, not, not a big fan of uh, that. Uh, what did yeah. they do to you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, April fifth is National Deep Dish Pizza Day. So uh, let's go to Chicago. All right, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. It's pie to me. I don't know. I'm not yeah. a, I'm not a deep dish guy it, personally. Yeah, it's like a casserole. Respectfully uh, to those, if you're if you're yelling at at, at, at us right now, it's sorry. Just it's, it's pie. It's cake. That is pizza cake. That's all. It's pizza it. cake. <laughs> pizza cake. Uh, April seventh is National Beer Day, World Health Day, National No Housework Day, and National Burrito Day. This this is counterintuitive, right. but also intuitive. <laughs> I can I can understand why it's No Housework Day because mm-hmm. you. You you gotten uh, tired from eating your burrito, yeah, and and having a beer. Um, April eighth, National Empanada Day. Uh, it's also the day of silence. Awkward silence. Okay. Yeah. Uh, April 9th, National Winston Churchill Day. National Name Yourself Day. I'm Thad for the for the day. You Thad? Thad. You can call me the Lucky Dreamer. All okay. right. Um, April tenth, National Hug Your Dog Day. My dog. No, <laughs> being silly lately. Uh, followed up by National Slobber Day, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which and National uh, eight, National Pet Day is the day after April 11th, and then April 12th we got National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day, oh, with National Licorice Day on the same day, International Day of Human Space Flight, also followed by International Be Kind to Lawyers Day. Notice how that's international. Yes, right. <laughs> well, shout out to our own Captain Lamy. Yep, there you go. Um, be kind to Lawyer's Day. There we go. Shout out to the whole JAG office. We, we appreciate you. Yep. April 14th, International Moment of Laughter Day. 
followed by look up at the sky day, followed by look down at the ocean day to see National Dolphin Day. There you go. Excellent. Uh, National Laundry Day occurs on April 15th. Okay. Um, and that's also Titanic Remembrance Day. Interesting. Um, April 16th, National Stress Awareness Day. How you feeling? Um, I'm always good, you know. Yeah. Lucy Goosey. I'm, I'm, loose. I'm, I'm managing it. I'm managing it. Uh, meanwhile, our audience is like, it's only the 16th. Can we get through this list? All right, fine. <laughs> Let's see. All right, how about April uh, April 18th, National Velosa Aware- Velociraptor Awareness Day and Patriots Day. Clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know Hopefully uh, you get the reference for that. For you Jurassic Park fans. And then uh, how about this one? Let's, let's go out on a good one, a good one. We'll skip a few. And April 29th is International Dance Day, so take... Go out. Take steps to enjoy national. There you go. Take steps. Okay. And then make sure you clap on the two and the four. If you don't get that, you need to go to a dance (laughs) class. All right. So thanks for listening to The Seagull. See you back here at the May RSD. For more news from the 102nd Intelligence Wing, visit our website at www.102iw.ang.af.mil slash links or search for 102iw on any major social media platform.